0: It's The Big Show with Joe. This podcast is for fun and entertainment. Don't worry, it's just odd and flaky news. It's it's just random shit. It's weird, it's strange, it's kooky and far out. Why? Because we tried regular news. This just oppresses the crap out of me. So, we're going to take real stories... Man, we're going to punch them up a little. And we're going to have a few jokes after each story. And then, hell, I don't know, we might even talk about stuff you said. So the big show is here. It's here. So sit back and relax. Here comes the big show with Joe. A centuries old law in the cussing, in public, reappealed by the Virginia legislature. Oh, yeah, and this story is by Jordan Pascal. The oceanfront area of Virginia Beach long had no cussing signs on its Broadway. You could even buy a replica of that sign at any tchotchke gift shop on the boardwalk. In Virginia... Letting an F-bomb fly in public could get you slapped with a misdemeanor and up to $250 fine. Profane swearing has been illegal in the Commonwealth since 1792, when the fine was just 83 cents. But what bleeping words are banned? Well, the state code doesn't say... On Wednesday, legislators said to hell with the anti-swearing law. Virginia Senate voted to repeal it. Just weeks after, the House did the same. Now awaiting Governor Ralph Northam's signature, Northam spokesman Elena Yakmosky tells NPR the governor will review the bill. When it gets to his desk, adding, It's past time we swore off the iniquity policies of the past. If he signs the bill, Virginians will legally be able to curse to their heart's content starting on July the 1st. The law doesn't seem to be stopping many people from doing just that. Statewide enforcement numbers are hard to pin down, but according to the Washington Post, Arlington County in Northern Virginia only charged three people with cursing over two years. Other communities have been more proactive. The oceanfront area of Virginia Beach. Long had no cussing on its boardwalk. Well, that's just the truth. The signs were put up by the Visitor's Bureau to encourage courteous language in a family-friendly area. This was reported by the Virginia Pilot Report. The efforts to repeal the anti-swearing law appeared to be cussed in previous legislative sessions. Failing every year since it was first introduced in 2016, Representative Dale Michael Wilbert, a cattle farmer from Fauquier County, has sponsored the bill every year. When you're working with cows and 1,400-pound uh, animals, doesn't do what you want it to do. Or it steps on your feet. Every once in a while, something colorful comes out of your mouth. Wilbert told the Washington Post in 2016. So why did the bill finally pass in 2020? Wilbert tells NPR it's because the new makeup of the steakhouse. After the Democrats took over both chambers in November... He also cited some bipartisanship. Every time we brought it up, it failed, Wilbert said. And this year, we put it in, and then Democratic Delegate Don Adams put it in as well. It was a good match. He says he and his Democratic colleagues agreed that the current code violates free speech and is unconstitutional. We don't necessarily see everything eye to eye, but on certain issues like this, when you have someone that feels the same way in regards to the First Amendment rights, well that makes it much easier to get things done. Opposition to the bill was also bipartisan. Two Democrats and five Republican senators voted against it. Democratic legislators in Virginia also worked to remove outdated racist and discriminatory laws from the books. On Wednesday, state lawmakers also voted to repeal the law against fornication, described as voluntary sexual intercourse by an unmarried person. But they voted to keep the ban on spitting, with one lawmaker calling it, well, it's just yucky. Meanwhile, it's still illegal to curse in public in Mississippi, where it could cost you a $100 or 30 days in jail. And according to Georgia's law, using obscene, vulgar or profane language is considered disorderly conduct, but only if you're in the presence of someone under the age of 14. Who are you? Who bing, 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 you, bing, you, bing, There's a grocery store with a giant sign, first thing in the door, that says, no broccoli. A man walks into the grocery store, walks up to the counter and says, hey, man, you got any broccoli? The cashier looks at him and says, nah, man, we don't have no broccoli. Sign out front says, no broccoli. Sorry, man. man says, all right, sounds good. See you later, man. 10 minutes passes by, and the man walks back into the grocery store, goes to the very same counter, says to the very same cashier, Hey, man, you got any broccoli? Cashier turns around with a puzzled look on his face and says, Huh? Nah, man, we ain't got no broccoli. We got none out back, we got none coming in, we got no broccoli. I'm sorry. Okay, sounds good. See you later. As the man turned to leave. Ten minutes later, the very same man walks into the same grocery store, trots up to the very same counter, and says to the very same cashier Hey, man, you got any broccoli? What? Do you know how to spell? Asked the cashier. man says, Well, yeah, man, I know how to spell. Cashier said, Okay. Well, here's a spelling test. Spell cat like in catastrophe. Man says, okay, C-A-T. Cashier says, okay, spell dog as in dogmatic. Okay, that's easy, D-O-J. Cashier says, okay, spell fuck as in broccoli. Man says, there's no fuck in broccoli. Asher says exactly there's no fucking broccoli <laughs> Shit bom. Who, bom. who are you Who are you Who are you are you Who are you Who are you? Who are you? 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 Two brothers are talking about swearing. The older boy says, I'll show you swearing tomorrow morning at breakfast. Just see if I don't. At breakfast the following morning, their mother asks the boys, What would you like for breakfast? And the older boy replied, "'Well, I quite frankly fancy fucking Cocoa Pops today, Mom.' Grinning broadly at his younger brother, the mother goes absolutely ape shit and smacks the boy around the back of his head, sending him squealing off to his bedroom. "'And you,' she points to the younger boy, what do you want for your breakfast? He replies, oh, uh, I don't know, but uh, definitely not the fucking Cocoa Pops. Who?
1: Who are you? Are you? Are you?
0: Bong, you are. You. <laughs> <laughs> you are. You are you are you, you bomb Bing bing bomb no you bing bomb bing. bing bing bam bing bomb yeah, I want to know be you yeah. Joke 2 A pianist walks into a local jazz bar. He's been down on his luck and is looking for some work. He asks one of the waitresses, "'Where is the manager?' So the manager approaches, and he says, "'Are you the dumb motherfucker "'that owns this shithole of a bar?' The manager's taken aback, responds, "'Excuse me, I'm the manager. "'Yes, can you please stop swearing "'in front of my patrons?' "'Good, because I need some fucking work, "'and I'm half-decent on the keys.' And he sits down and he begins to play the sweetest, grooviest blues of blues the bar manager has ever heard. Manager says, did you write that? That was beautiful. What's it called? That I did, said the pianist. It's called, why don't you go fuck the ass off a low-flying duck, you cunt? Aghast, the manager gestured for the pianist to hush and quietly asked, Do you know any jazz? Anything a little more intricate? Of course I do. And again, the pianist played the most beautiful and devilish jazz piece that the manager had ever heard. Bracing for the name of this track, he said, Well, what do you call it? I call it your mother's fucking in the pale moonlight. Appalled, although aware of the man's talents, the manager offers him a spot on the bill. The agreement is that he does not name the songs after he plays them, and the pianist happily agrees. Later on that evening, about five minutes from showtime, the pianist had set himself up on stage and is perusing the crowd, gauging the energy of the room, when he suddenly spies the most beautiful, drop-dead gorgeous woman he's ever seen. Tight-fitting red dress with red lipsticks to match and high heels, you name it. After slight deliberation, and within five minutes to spare, the pianist decides he had a good idea. He'd go try and rub one out in the men's room to deal with the stress of the performing. Well, lo and behold, it takes a little longer than five minutes and the manager comes bursting in on the other side of the stall and yells, Christ, mate, where you been? The people are getting agitated. You was show to play. Don't you fuck this up for me. Before leaving the bathroom abruptly, the pianist raged on with the task at hand, and after wrapping up, he bursts from the bathroom back onto the stage and sets right to playing. After his first song, the lovely woman he had spied earlier approached him from the side of the stage. "'Excuse me, do you know your dick is hanging out of your pants, and there's cum dribbling on your shoes?' Stunned, the pianist turned in and says, Know it, I wrote that fucking song. Oh, <laughs> so folks, this is it for the big show with Joe. <laughs> These are true stories. Oh, yes, weird but true. With cornball jokes for mature audiences. Oh, this is Joe, your host, and I i like you to comment on the show, cause I'll share some of y'all comments on future episodes, and I hope you got a kick out of our little show, uh, A will Keep you In Good Spirits. No animals were harmed in the making of this show, and the intro and the outro music is Entry of the Gladiators by Julian Frick, composed in 1897, most people know it as the Sucker Song. And this was performed on a MIDI. All other interlude music between segments is all original vocal performance by me, Big Joe. These are the sound, the true sounds, with some effects. But I hope you enjoy my strange symptoms and even my weirdness. With some oddities (laughs) and a dash of abnormal bullshit for your taste. So what we want, we want you to come show back up every week. Because we're going to have a show every week. Peace be with you and Joe is out.